Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. If you're ready to take control of your destiny, build wealth, and live life on your own terms, this is the place for you. Each week, Nat and I will talk about business, franchising, and personal growth to help make you more successful. Good morning, Sean. Morning, Pete. How are you? Doing pretty good. Where's Nat? I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm somewhere. I don't know. He didn't show up today. So, but you know what? As usual, I'm pumped up. No surprise. Why are you pumped up, Pete? I'm pumped up because this weekend I get to test drive the 2023 new Escape, the new model. And you know I'm an Escape lover. I own a few of them, but I ordered one and I get to drive it. I don't know if my wife will give me permission to to buy it, but it is it is it's pretty cool. Eight speed transmission, best in class horsepower. So I'm I'm looking forward to get behind the wheel and test driving that this weekend. Yeah, I think you test drive a car like every three months. Well, you know, it's it, you know they, they kind of call that a little bit of addiction stuff like that. But uh, I love cars. Just unfortunately, my wife doesn't think we need that many cars. But we'll, we'll see what we can do here today. So I, I'm very excited to have a special guest today, Lucas Krause, and Lucas Krause is the CEO of Skyron Vacation Rentals. So welcome, Lucas. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, I'm super excited to have you today. You know, I was I was reading your bio, and I believe you're the first former pro athlete that I've had on the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a, I've had a colorful existence, I'll say that, but it was not a very decorated professional <laughs> career that I did make it to professional ranks. So, <laughs> so I think you you said that you kind of trained and you kind of on the side, and then you got it basically signed with the New York Mets. So as a pitcher, believe it or not. Yeah, it's a much longer story. But yeah, two years after graduating college and not playing in college, I reinvented myself as a pitcher and kind of trained behind the scenes and was going to workouts and ended up getting signed by the Mets. And literally in a workout on a Thursday, I was in spring training on a Saturday. Uh, Holy it was cow. Like just a whirlwind. And so you did that for two years. And it, it, it had been a pretty cool experience, though, for two years being part of the, the majors. Yeah. So, you know, it was interesting. I, it was a, it was a great experience in a lot of different ways, but I, you know, I was built, in a, I was doing an office job. And so I got hurt really quickly in the first few weeks. And so okay. uh, when I got to spring train, I actually didn't even get to break with the team at first because I was hurt. And so then I kind of went to this rehab stint and then just battling yeah. injuries for almost a yeah. Oh, that's not so much fun. All right. So, so you had this uh, career and it just, your body just didn't take it. Right. So, so you had to pivot. And I believe that's when you started, you got into franchising, the first time you got into franchising. So tell me a little bit about how you got it started with franchising. Yeah, it was one of those, I was going to bet out where I was going to live either. And I wanted to move. I was always in the Chicago area and, you know, and had some restaurant experience growing up in the restaurants with my parents and Quiznos, the franchise company there and took out a project management role of helping to onboard new locations. And and it was great because I got to wear every hat, you know, everything from big chairman to leading a team turnaround for underperforming markets to ultimately running the international brand. Wow, that's pretty big leap. I mean, so you went into it and and basically just got immersed in franchising. And But I, I did want to catch something. You said you wanted to leave Illinois. I just want to make sure I, you wanted to leave yeah. Illinois. 
Yeah, uh, you know, the winter's got too much for me there. And, you know, and, and, and we didn't move anywhere. I lived in the same hometown I was born. And uh, yeah, I didn't realize the sun was allowed to shine in the winter. You know, being yeah. Midwest, uh, we had yeah. a great city, but yeah, the climate's a little rust. I've been here for, what, 17 years in Chicago, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I keep telling my wife, we got to move, but she's got our kids. They're, they're going to be working in Chicago, so she won't let me leave. But we do go now. I figured out that you can be really smart. And you can go to like Marco Island for a month and escape. And, and it was the most amazing February of my life, right? It was 80 degrees and sunny. And I was like, holy cow, there is life in February, just not in right. Illinois. But I'll tell you, as you know, the Chicago area in the summer, it's just a, it's a different energy and it takes it to a whole other level. So it's kind of everyone survives for the summers. Yeah, that one month out of the year. Yes, it's awesome. All right. So you Quiznos, you reinvented yourself, you got involved, you did every role. So where, where'd you go after Quiznos? Yeah, so 2008, so left and, uh, to start up a business in the tax credit space. And so it, it's, it's funny because I launched that as, you know, everything was going downward in the 2008 financial crisis. But it was a, it was a great experience on a lot of levels. So made a lot of mistakes. I helped thousands of people start a business, but it's so different when it's your own. And I think that was such a learning and drawing experience because you really do appreciate the high wire app when it's coming out of your own checking account versus being a W2 and the emotions that come into it. And so, yeah, that took about two years to get to about maintenance mode and have a T really running and I'm out of the day to day. So that's that's still around and thriving. All right. So entrepreneur, you kind of started your own business. It's still thriving. So tell me what you've done since then. So you put that on autopilot. What what have you been doing since then? Yeah, I don't sit still all that well. So we started advising a bunch of franchise brands that had the itch to get back because I really do love that. And I, you know, grow up in a home with a small business owner and just kind of have that passion for support and got pulled into a company called Real Property Management. And it was a turnaround situation. And uh, we, uh, we had a lot of colorful situations going on, but the group, uh, rallied, we galvanized the franchise base and built into the largest property management uh, business in the country, managing over 65,000 homes and got that sold in 2018 and managed that transition to uh, the neighborly group. All right. So you worked your you did so well, you worked yourself out of a job. So yes. after turning yes. that around, getting it sold, where'd you go next? Yeah. So I, I took the helm of national corporate housing. Uh, it's a large company with almost, you know, 500 employees and in the corporate relocation travel uh, space. And, you know, again, I, I had this turnaround experience and thought I'd go into a nice situation. It was, but then COVID hits and business travel <laughs> comes to a screeching halt. So I had to use a lot of my turnaround experience to get, you know, the, the help get the company through that and the other sure. end. And so, you know, did that and, you know, it was, it was clear that, it, you know, my, my heart was still on franchising and that was a large company that felt really disconnected from where the strategy was. Sure. And end up with Skyrun just a little over two years ago. Oh, because wow. just there was something there in an industry and just an opportunity for us to really, I'd say, make an imprint on the industry and change it for the better. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about Skyrun. So Skyrun is a vacation rental business. And I don't think there are many franchises that play in the space. Are you guys the only franchise or is there? No, there's there a few. It's starting to uh, become more popular. Okay. Uh, in the space. And it, the reason is it's, it's a great place because you need that local touch in that ownership, but you need, there's a lot of value to big brain and technology and support. And so it's a great cross-section to be in, but it's in its infancy and franchising. Sure. So yeah, you know, we are one of the first in it. Okay. Okay. So you're one of the first And what does, what makes Skyron so successful or what separates it from the competition? 
Yeah, I'd say two real things. Guest experience we provide, and it, it creates such a virtuous cycle. Our our average guest rating is over 4.8 stars over 600,000 previous guests. And the second is we generate more income for our home prayers. If you go to Verbo, our listing booked two and a half times more than the average listing. And so at the core of it, we provide better experiences and we generate more income for our home. And so what I heard you say is that number one, you make sure that the property, the person has a great experience and in turn, the, the owner gets a great review, like a 4.8, I think you said, right? And the yeah. second is, is that you guys leverage technology where, because people are having great experiences, but you're also leveraging technology to get more bookings than say the competition that are playing in that space. You captured quite well. I could geek out and talk about the integrations with the, the online travel agencies, but we don't have time to go to that. Yeah, no, it's way technology. above my level, right? I'm just a beginner at this stuff, learning. Okay, so when we talk about Skyrun, it's a franchise. So you have franchisees. How how many franchisees do you have? We have 40 today. 40. So, all right. Yeah. So it's, you know, just, it was it really, and just give a little context, it was, you know, started in 2004, but kind of by accident. Technology built by Barry Cox, he was an IBM executive and kind of stumbled into managing for homes and then it was friends and family. And so really the growth has only happened over the last two years where they realized they have really something special. So yeah, yeah we're so, in early stages in that. Well, they brought you in and they got somebody special to help build this special brand. Okay. I, I got that. So we got about, I think you said 40 franchisees. And when you are looking for franchisees, what, what are you looking for in a franchise partner with Skyron Vacation Rentals? Yeah, we look at partners as they need to be additive to our system. Our, our strength truly relies on our community. And you know this, Peter, our franchise. Strong franchise ease that really contribute and break talents. But you know, from a skill set perspective, uh, it's individuals who are ambitious. These businesses have unlimited potential. So we do want people who are likely replacing significant income or have the hunger to build something serious. And it really takes two different skill sets. There's a sales business development side of it, and there's an operational detail. And, you know, the key is, is you have one of those and you hire your weakness on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So you look for people that are, we're looking to build something large, replace a corporate level income, right? Be ambitious. I have leadership skills and I plug into a strong system and the combination of the partnership, Sky Run and the franchisee, they, they build something successful. All right. So let's take it a step further. You know, as we, as you think you've been an entrepreneur, you've started multiple, you know, businesses, all that kind of stuff. You've helped turn around businesses. So what characteristics do you think somebody needs to be a successful entrepreneur? Oh, yeah, there's, there's a few. And this always comes up as in, in the discovery process. Humility is one. Uh, it's amazing. You know, you need to know when you ask for help and do things that you're uncomfortable with. The second I'd say is adaptability. Things are so you know, change so often. And then the key, right, is that perseverance and consistency. Because there is no guarantee that outcomes, but if you do the, the right things every day consistently and build upon it, you're more likely to influence that outcome in a really positive way. But those three things really are kind of key drivers I see across multiple verticals. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's about being consistent and doing things, you know, in a process and following that process. And no you question. can have the best system in the world, but if you don't follow the system, <laughs> Yeah, or yeah. It, 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 it's it, everyone's trying to rush to the end product, but it, it's the product of winning every day and just getting yes. a little better, incremental improvements. And if you do that, that's where you cover just some amazing ground. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. What advice would you give to somebody that's considering investing in a franchise? 
I think it's really important to know what you're getting into and starting a business. I think that's the piece. If you're coming from corporate America, it is a, it is a different animal and it can be a great opportunity because I know everyone looks at it going, I want to be that entrepreneur and live that entrepreneurial lifestyle, yeah. but understand what the work it's going to take to get there and understand the emotional highs and lows of that you'll go through because your whole identity gets wrapped up into this. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you can do something really special. It'd be, it can be the most rewarding thing you do, uh, but it's also going to be one of the most challenging. And you just got to be, if you're up for that, the opportunity's there. Yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of hard work to launch a business. And if you've come out of a corporation where you've got all these resources, all that kind of stuff, and you got this great title like vice president of blank, right? It's, it's a different cat where you, you get into a business and it's you. You got to lead that business. You got to drive that business. And it's 100% accountability. Now, it's nice because when you have your own business, you don't have a boss, right? You don't have all the politics associated with the corporate world or artificial objectives or senseless meetings. You, you can just kind of focus on building it, but it, it takes a heck of a lot of hard work. And you have to have that sense of urgency, you know, just to drive it and build it from a standpoint. So you said it well, right? It's end to end. You manage every aspect of it. And when you're only in you maybe corporate America, you have kind of a little lane that you're in and. Yeah, now it's everything, but it's great. If, you know, for those who are up to it, 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 it can be an amazing experience and you can build the business you want and the lifestyle around it. And you can shape it to create, yeah. you know, to create what you really want. Well, and you think about creating wealth, right? If you look at history in the United States, the way in which people have created wealth is through being business owners. Most of the time being a corporate employee, you're not building wealth. Yes, you can, you can build a nice lifestyle, but you're not building significant wealth like you would in the, you know, have yeah, you get a more proportionate share of the value you're bringing. It's a lot easier rather than being working under some nuts. All right. Well, I want to get into now some of the things. So, Eve, from your standpoint, what is the best book you've ever read? Ooh, What's the best man. book? I, I try to read it, you know, at least 20 books a year. And so I'm, I'm a regular reader, but the one that sticks out and the probably one that was early in my career, The Psychology of Persuasion. And just kind of how people make decisions. And it's, it's kind of an old school classic, but I still reference today of how you make decisions. And as you know, in franchise, it's like you're trying to encourage and move a group and motivate, inspire. And it hits so many of the elements of really leading and driving people. That is very cool. I just wrote down the name because I got it. I'm going to go check that out. That sounds like a great book. I don't think anybody's uh, suggested that one before. So thank you. Is there a thought leader that you follow? I don't, I really try to get a really diverse. So I could have been, you know, plugging into everything, whether it be health and wellness, you know, different individuals, business, professional development. Um, I also try to stay very engaged with, you know, I have my own personal board of directors of, of leaders who I've worked for. And so I'm really attentive about searching it out, but I don't have like any, I'd say one person that I lean on as the de facto thought leader. All right. All right. I thought you'd give us a fun name like Darren Hardy or, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Right. No. All right. That's good. And, you know, that's what we do as leaders, though. We surround ourselves with others that we learn. If we're always learning as leaders, we continue to grow. And, and that's so important. All right. What is the best piece of advice that anybody's ever given you? I, I see two. I mean, I think for my parents, I saw work ethic and like, if you really put time and energy in what you can get and achieve, but I'd say the real, like pure advice, it's like, you can learn something for everyone in every situation. And if you come in with that kind of mindset of curiosity, 
you're going to grow, you're going to learn, you're going to improve from it. And I think that's always really important because often in today's world, we want to just impose our thoughts and on it. But if you actually come into a situation with trying to learn, uh, it's amazing what you can take away high new groups. Yeah, I think that's right. And, and uh, we all need to do a better job of just going into every situation. And you might learn some tough stuff and you might learn some really good stuff, but, but we always need to be continuing to learn. And, uh, you know, your background is absolutely amazing. Being a pro athlete, oh, the wheels came off a little bit uh, from health-wise, but you've done a great job of kind of following that entrepreneur spirit and building and turning around businesses and stuff like that. So it's going to be very excited to see where you continue to take Skyrun vacation rentals. I, I, it sounds like it's a great opportunity for some people to learn about a business that you're making a difference uh, in the world in a way in which you're creating great experiences when people are on vacation. No, thank you. I mean, we, we've almost doubled in number of locations in the last two years, and we see a pretty healthy growth trajectory, but that's not what drives it. I mean, what we have is kind of our foundation is make dreams possible. We, because we, we are helping entrepreneurs start businesses and really, you know, make those dreams possible. We're helping homeowners have the abilities to have a second home and then have guests have the vacation they dream about. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. It was a real pleasure to get to know you. And thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.